Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Alex Warren, and welcome to Locked In, the show where we investigate the truth behind the clickbait. Once my guest steps into the studio, we set the timer to 60 minutes, lock the door, and throw away the key. The only way out is when the timer hits zero. In this episode, we're locking in Gavin Magnus. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So you have, okay, number one, you're 14. 15. You're 15? Yeah. When did you turn 15? Week and a half ago. Oh, congrats. Happy birthday, dude. Thank you. That is absolutely fucking insane. That you are 15, you have amassed over 5.3 million followers on TikTok, 2.4 million followers on Instagram, and 4.3 million subscribers. Yes. Wow. <laughs> How does that feel? How does that feel to be 15 and have all of that? It's crazy. Yeah? I mean, I started it. I started at such a young age, like nine years old, mm-hmm. 10 years old, so it feels like I've been doing it forever. I feel like... I don't know. It's just been it's it's been it's been a crazy journey, you know, from starting at such a young age to like just doing it for fun and right. not knowing, you know, where it's gonna take you. And it's it's just kind of crazy that I'm here now. Just yeah, as big as I am, that, crazy. That is really nuts. Because I remember when I was your age, I just started realizing I wanted to do YouTube. And then yeah. like I I like I had like eleven, I started like you know posting like funny little videos. But then <laughs> once I got to your age, age, I was like, oh shit, like I want to do this. Like you know, I grew up watching like Logan and all them, so it was yeah. just fucking nuts. There's actually there's still videos on my YouTube channel from like 2016 of me with like a little iPhone six and like the iPods. Because I wasn't allowed to have like an actual iPhone. Sure. When I got my first one, so I had a little iPod, and I was like always filming YouTube videos, and I was like editing them on iMovie, and right. I would just do like simple basic cuts. Uh, it was it was bad. You're crazy, dude. That's insane. This whole podcast, the way that we kind of structure it, is I accuse you of a crime, and okay. by the end of it, I decide whether or not you're guilty based on the answers you give me. Okay. It's a fake crime in anything, or it could be real. I don't know. Uh, your crime is lying of being of age to get in a 21 plus event. I've never done that. That's fine. I'll come to terms with that. I'll, I'll decide <laughs> later in the, in the podcast, but uh, it's nice to know that you don't believe you did that. <laughs> you obviously successful for your age, not for your age, successful in general, <laughs> which is just absolutely absurd. Have you had any negative experiences because of that? Like, what, like the way I view it is a double-edged sword. So essentially, as you, you grow popularity and you have all these you know fans and you have all these amazing um, accomplishments... Is there a downside to it, being your age and being in the space? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely I'm, there's a downside to everything, but sure. like especially you know being in in this industry and doing like so many things every single day, dealing with you know content and worrying about when your next video is going to be out or when your next this and that. It's right sometimes. You know, you make content too. I don't know sure. if sometimes it becomes like a bit of a stress overload. Yeah. You know, trying to think of ideas, trying to think of like. You're also 15. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, like, a lot of my friends are like 17, 18. Sure. I probably have like one friend that's like my age. Um, so, like, everyone, everyone always says Gavin's like a 20 year old stuck in a 15 year old's body. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like because since I've been doing this for so long and I've just, I've done so many things that, 25 year olds do sure. i just feel like i'm so like mentally older if that makes sense no that makes sense people yeah. say that to me everyone thinks i'm like 27 how old are you 21 oh really yeah so it's like i'm i'm still old like compared to your ass but like i uh yeah i i got that a lot growing up as well do you feel like because of this you haven't had a normal childhood mm, or do you good... do like do you have a normal childhood like i mean you you are still it's, a child it's <laughs> no, no no that's a good question because i do have a normal childhood like sure. i still get to hang out with my friends just yeah. as much as I love, you know, making content, like I get to hang out with my friends, I get to go to the mall, go shopping, and I get right. to do like 
a lot of the things normal kids get to do, except I'm just a popular person that people sometimes know. So, I mean, when it comes down to, like, being a normal kid, I would say, like, yeah, I'm still doing the things that, like, the average kid's doing. So these are prominent years for you growing up. I mean, obviously, these are the years that you learn a lot of things about yourself, and these are the years you make mistakes. Yeah. Do you think – I'm sorry, I'm just hitting you hard with these questions. Do you think that – because I'm just so curious. Do you think that these mistakes you're going to make are even heightened more and more because you are online and people want to hold online creators accountable? So yeah. do you think the mistake – because here's the thing. When I was your fucking age, I was doing some dumb shit. Yeah. Some dumb shit. I, do you think that you are going to make those mistakes and do you think it's going to be worse for you than it would a normal kid? I've definitely made some mistakes during my career. Sure. I mean, who doesn't? But – it's also like I'm very careful with what I do, what I say across, you know, social media platforms or just like like anything like that. I'm I'm always like super on edge about everything I say just cuz you know, when the, when you do make those mistakes and you get held accountable for right. it online, you're really, you know, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but like you're always so like careful with what you say afterwards after 100%. it happens. But would you say that's something someone does when they don't have followers? What do you mean? Like you're saying you're very careful about what you say on social media. Would you say that's because you have followers? Yeah. Okay, so of course. would you say you have a normal childhood? <laughs> <laughs> yes, besides <laughs> the fact that I have followers. I just wanted to circle back to that. Yeah. Are you nervous to be here? No, not really. I'm excited. Okay. I'm glad. Uh, sometimes the lights kind of like mess with people. If anyone is listening and not watching, I, this is the eighth episode. You should probably be watching. Actually, it's I think very it's, like it's dark. Yeah, it's very dark. Yeah, I like those cool. You like it? It's more yeah. like there's no one here. It's very personal. We kind of get to just talk about deep shit. Yeah, I just have never had a 15 year old on my podcast. <laughs> Who's the youngest person you've had? I don't even know, man. I, I think honestly, like 20. Wow. Seriously, yeah. No, it's I'm, it's. I'm 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 glad to be the youngest. Yeah, I honestly think you will be the youngest. I don't think I I, I will get anyone younger. I I'm really curious about how you operate because for me it's like you know I've I've got had a very traumatic childhood from yeah. even when your age I was abused. So it's like for me it's like I learned to grow up without this and then I realized like what I had. And so, like, this is something for me, it's, like, very interesting to watch you where, you know, you're making, like, you know, amazing money. You're having everyone pay attention to you. Do you think that this is going to, like, for me, when I started social media, I lost a lot of friends doing it because it, it mm-hmm. was something different. But you've consistently done it. Have you lost any friends? Have you felt like that? Like, what, what's, the, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Uh, I think I've lost probably, like, over a dozen friends. Did you make them while uh, you were doing the social media stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, from, like, before I obviously took off on all this stuff, I just obviously left, like, all the other friends that I had because I was just immediately brought into something new, like a whole, a whole new world. Right. And as I was making these friends in the industry, it's kind of hard to tell who's real. When you're first getting into this, you know, you think everyone is just for you. I say it all the time, transactional friendships and then there's friendships. Yeah, and I don't know, I kind of had to learn the past few years that like it's so much better to keep your circle small sure just because that that's just, it's just a way better way to operate you know i've lost probably like 10 friends last year that i thought were that were going to be like friends with me forever yeah. so, so I, now I, I i live with people that i grew up with yeah and that's just how my circle is yeah so now i i just have like two three friends that we all do the same things we all motivate each other why why do you think you've lost those friends social media you know especially us all being young. There's yeah. parents involved. Some are crazy, some aren't. You know, right. 
there's something social media moms. Yes, momagers. We yeah, lo- momagers. we love momagers. Yeah, we love momagers. But some, <laughs> some, some of them, some of them can be very crazy. Sure. And that's you know like what 99.9 percent of my experiences were with them and their kids. They were just crazy and like sometimes they take them away or like they think they know what's best for their kid, but it just. It just all goes bad. So do you find it easier to hang out with people older than you that aren't in that yeah. situation? That's why I find it easier to hang out with people older than me because I don't have to deal with like stuff like that. That's nice. It's easier to get close with them without sure. having to worry about that. And you don't need Uber. You got problems. friends who can drive. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, I get that 100%. I think that that's something that, you know, you, uh, it's just nuts. It's not, like, keep in mind, I, it's a mind fuck for me to be in this industry at 21 and kind of just like, I don't, I feel like I don't have a normal like 21 year old experience. I don't party. I don't drink. I don't do any of that stuff. I just work, work, work. And I feel like that's kind of how you are sometimes. Is that something that like, have you experienced burnout yet? Yeah, for sure. What's that like? I don't know. It's weird. Cause like, I'd say the past like four or five months, I've been so focused on something else. Cause I've been doing, so I've been doing YouTube for like five years. Four doing years. YouTube longer than I have. Yeah. And I've always, you know, as grateful as I am for, like, the YouTube fan base I've built and everything like that, I've always wanted to be, like, a music artist and do music, right? Okay. So five years of straight YouTube and straight harsh content and trying to keep the people that you're making the content with and trying to just think of new ideas to get the same views you were getting, it definitely burns you out after a while. And it just, I don't know, it messes with your head. So... Well, I think you're also, you're 15, like I said earlier. You're figuring out what the fuck you want to do. Exactly. So that's why that's why I'm trying to make the transition going into music, yeah. which is going like a lot better for me. Because, you know, it's something that I've wanted to do my whole life since I, since I can remember, you know, sure. doing music. That's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm doing the same exact thing. So I yeah. understand what you're talking yeah. about. When you get an inch closer and you kind of like, for me, like I'm, I'm pretty close to doing record label stuff. Mm-hmm. I just kind of don't even want to like focus on YouTube. <laughs> because it's Exactly. Like, it's kind of like, you know, I'm excited about something else. But then, you know, I also exactly. have to realize it's like nowadays too with music, you have to understand they're, they have departments. Like mm-hmm. labels have departments just for people posting on social media. Like yeah. they, to help artists post on social media. Oh, yeah. So you have something that they essentially need. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. But that being said as well, you have been, you know, in the space for, like you said, five years. You had a very public relationship. I think you know which one I'm talking. Well, you had two, right? Yeah, there were, there were two. What was it? Who, there's Piper and who else? And Coco. I don't know if I remember the Coco one. Was Coco before Piper? No, it was after. Oh, okay. How is it dating, especially at your age, one, but dating publicly at your age? That, that blows my fucking mind, dude. I have a public relationship. I, I feel like everyone knows this. And... We've been dating for almost four years. Mm-hmm. It is quite literally the scariest thing ever. Posting my relationship on social media because the comments we get and like the DMs I get and like everyone assumes like I either you know mistreat her or she mistreats me and like they they become that the narrative. Yeah. And there's people who love us obviously, and there's people like who just make up shit in their head. Yeah, and you know sometimes I read those comments and it gets to me. It's like what the fuck are you going through at 15? Like I could not deal with that shit at 15. I don't know. I think. When it comes to like public relationships, I was doing a lot of YouTube content with them. Right. So like that's how we were essentially growing, mm-hmm. you know, was off of our relationship. You were mixing a business and Yeah, I mean that that's that's what I'm getting to. It's not once again I had to learn this, but it's not a good mix mixing public relationships right. and content sure. and social media. Yeah. It's not a good thing to mix 
social media and relationships, especially at this age, just because uh, it was not, it wasn't even good. I don't even like, I don't sure. even like talking about it because right. like it was just such a weird thing to go through for the first time. Was it ever like a transactional thing? Like, it, it, was it ever something that you felt like, did you feel like a certain way or is it kind of like for you as like, this is business, but it, I also might end up liking them. Or was it always just kind of like, you know, I'm 15, I'm, I'm attracted to these people and this is where I want to go with it? I think my last public relationship, though, was probably like two years ago. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it was it was like 50-50. It was like 50% business and then right. like the other side was like, we also have this relationship. You know what I mean? Sure, 100%. But honestly, it might have been 60-40 because I feel like it was more business than it was actual <laughs> relationship because well yeah i mean it's difficult too in this space i think like especially like if i here's the thing i've not been in la single ever i'd been dating cover for the entirety of me living here so it's like i don't understand essentially a lot like everyone always talks about it's like oh you never know and stuff like that and i I understand the friendship one of like you never know if they're like trying to use you and stuff but when it comes to relationships like it's pretty apparent like what goes on and stuff like that i just i've never experienced it so it's Mm -hmm. like to me, asking the question, especially, dude, it blows my fucking mind. I know I'm going to keep saying this, that you're 15, you're dealing with all this. But so I, I'm just very curious on, like, how you how you handle that. Is it, like, your team around you? Is it you? Like, what it, like I, I feel like this attributes a lot to why you feel as if you're mentally 20 years old at the age of 15. I feel like you've had to endure a lot of eyes. And, you know, I feel like you've had to grow up a lot faster than people your age because you know people are watching. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing that people don't understand is, like, if you're going into the industry really young or like a teenager, you have to grow up fast. No. And it's it's not like it's not really a choice. You like you literally have to grow up fast in order to understand certain or get canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in order to like understand like certain analytics or things like that just yeah. you have to like you have to know all these things and you have to know who to trust, who not to trust, managers, uh publicists, just all sure. these Certain things that you have to know being at such a young age because, you know, you still want to have some some sort of control. Right. So you have to know about it. It's very true. I agree with you on that one. You're yeah. Just, dude, it's, yeah, that's fucking nuts. Is that something you think you'll avoid in the future is dating publicly or do you think that's like – what? like walk me through it. Because obviously it's not your first priority. You're 15. But at the same yeah. time, you know, you're 15. So <laughs> I remember being 15. So it's like <laughs> what what do you think for yourself like – Obviously, with a lot of these public things, like what do you see yourself doing next time you maybe feel like you're about to, you know, get into a relationship? I don't know. Do you I think like, you'll go public again, or do you think you're going to keep it private? Is there a I time like, frame? Is like, like I, I remember for me, I used to say this thing: I'm not going to post uh, the girl in my vlogs for six months, and then I would like just to see if they like me. It's like if they asked me to film or if they asked to be in one of my videos, I would just immediately dump them because it was kind of like for me, it was like, well, why would you be asking that if you're dating me? So it's like. That was my mindset going into it, and I never stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, never once. So I'm asking you: is like, do you do you not even think about it? You're just gonna trust your gut, like, like that's the thing. I curio- like the curiosity out of me of this. I don't know. It's kind of hard to sure. It's kind of hard to say when you're. Not I'm asking you hard questions. Like, yeah, don't I don't think, know. It's like don't think there's a perfect PR question. Like the reason I'm doing this is because everyone has a PR answer to things. No, yeah, yeah, not me. I'm, I'm just, I'm just honest. <laughs> I love but it, but it's kind of hard to like sure tell you that if you're not in a relationship but very true i think about it all the time obviously yeah and you know having two public relationships that were huge and did a lot of good for me as much as it did bad yeah i feel like it's just it's just not worth it to 
have another public relationship. I don't know, but I feel like I feel like there's a there's a, a limit of how public you really go because sure. some people some people share more than others. You know That's what I mean? True. I think that if I didn't have my TikToks with Cobra, no one would know anything about a relationship. Yeah. Which is, you know, my doing. With, and, and keep in mind, we can always go to a different topic, but I'm, I'm curious. Your, your breakup with Piper was pretty public, right? Yeah. What was, I remember reading something. I saw something where you said, like, you blamed Piper's mother, like, for, for a lot of it. Was that, like, one of those instances you were talking about earlier where, like, the parents think they know better? Uh, I mean, that was that was a long time ago. I How long I was, ago was it? Three years. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I was, like, 11 11, 12. That's not even a relationship. Yeah, Let's get off exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not even. <laughs> wow. What grade were you in? Uh, I think I just started middle school. Oh, my God. Fifth grade, sixth grade. For me, let's just say, <laughs> growing up, it was something that I genuinely felt like was easier because no one was watching everything I was doing. Mm-hmm. For you, it's something that I feel like could probably hinder your ability to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you see that happening, or do you think that it's something that's actually helping you in a beneficial way? I feel like it's beneficial. Why? I don't, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it is. I don't see how it could be bad. For, like, let's just say, like, management, okay? You're getting management. You're, how, how old were you when you started getting a manager? I, I did acting for a few years, so probably, like, 10 so I, I was 16 when I went to try to get my first manager. It was in L.A. I met him through, like, a bunch of TikTokers, or mm-hmm. musically at the time. And um, he was just weird. And he, like, didn't, like, it, it was kind of like I felt like I was getting taken advantage of because, like, the split was terrible and stuff, but I didn't know any better. How did you manage to, you know, get a manager that you trusted? What was the process? Did you have any you didn't trust? Because I can't, I can't imagine, like, you know, at your age, something like that. I, I man, that's a good question. I I've been through plenty of managers throughout yeah. my whole career, whether it was acting, music, or YouTube, or all all kinds of managers. But I don't know. I don't necessarily have a manager right now necessarily. So I wouldn't say. I mean, it is hard to find the right person to take you and right. bring you to that next level and manage literally manage your career. It's hard to find that person that's really good for you, especially when you're doing something so specific. Mm-hmm. It's, it, that's, that's been a little hard. I get that, 100%. I think, honest to God, it's just like, the, getting a manager is one of those things for like, at least for me, it was just trial and error. I had to keep seeing like, you know, what worked and what didn't. And like, over time I learned like, you know, what most would say when they were trying to take advantage and what most would say when they were just, you know, genuinely caring. And so like, you know, evidently it took me till uh, like a year ago. Which is crazy to think that it took me that long to find someone who genuinely like cared. It's just it's something that I a little difficult, and I think in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, do you work with your family at all? Like, do you do like do you have like a, do you vlog with them at all or anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I do vlogs with my family all the time. My brother and like my mom, and my dad. I mean, not so much my parents are in my videos, but like I do videos with my brother. Working with your family is that like is how's the dynamic of that? I mean, I wouldn't say I work with my family. I just like. Make content with them, like just kind of have fun. Oh, so it's just fun and simple. There's no like, you don't have. Like, yeah, a there's not really like a big business aspect of it. It's nice. Yeah. How's your relationship with your parents? Really good. Yeah. Yeah, I love my parents. Do they support you. Yeah. Were there? Was it their idea to do content? 
like to have you do this like field of work or is that something you decided? No, that was something I decided when I was at, when I was in school in like third grade. And you were just like, mom, I want to be a content creator. Yeah. How, how did they take that? Well, it was actually, uh, it was like six years ago. Uh, my mom took me to Chick-fil-A and we're in the drive-thru. Yeah. And I was vlogging and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, mom, I want to be a, I want to be a content creator and I want to like be a singer too. Like I want to like, I want to do this like for real. Like I want to, really try this right and she was like okay and obviously like we didn't, we, didn't, like, okay. we didn't know anything about the industry we didn't even know sure. what it was we just gave it a shot we, we found producers and we found uh acting agents to get me auditions and and this and that and it was you mm-hmm. know when, when you know when like you first come to LA and something small is happening and it feels like something so huge yes yeah I know that exact feeling. That, that's exactly what it was do you do you think that the supportiveness of your parents is something that you excelled on. It, like for me, it's like the fact is that my my mom did not support what I was doing. Made me more inclined to be like, you know, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to do this and prove you wrong. Do you think that you had the same effect? Where it's like your both your parents were like, yes, we're going to do this together. We're going to fucking you're going to do this. Like I'm going to support you. Do you think it's like the same? Is it the same motivation? Like, do you credit a lot of your success to your parents? I definitely do credit, like, a lot of my success to them. Yeah. Just because my mom helps me, like, so much with my career, making sure, like, I'm safe, and just making sure, like, everything around me is good, whether that's financially, yeah. business-wise. So she, like, watches out for you. Yeah. she's Yeah, she watches out for me. That's for just sure. so cool. Like, thinking about it, like, yeah. polar opposites. Like, polar opposite situations, yeah. They both ended up working out in our favor. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I find that really, like, interesting in a way. Yeah. I wanted to be a content creator after I saw, like, Logan Paul and them. Is there any content creators you were inspired by and grew up and were like, damn, I want to do that? I would actually say Logan Paul. Because I remember before I did social media and, like, I had an Instagram account with, like, probably, like, 600 followers on. And I was just, like, a regular kid. I was going to, like, Jake Paul's house and, like, Logan Paul's house. Remember when that was, like, a trend? Yes. When it was, like, a trend to go to their house? I was doing that. And I was always watching Logan Paul's vlogs. Sometimes I actually I actually go to his channel just to revisit his old vlogs from, like... Like the old, old ones? Yeah. Like the 20-minute videos? Yeah. Sometimes Why? Just because I used to watch them all the time, and I forget, like, what they were like. And sometimes they're just so, like, fun to watch. Right. I don't know. Something about the old content that he used to make just... I think that's what inspired me to, like, go on my career. Because I started watching him, and I had, like, this Red Maverick t-shirt. Do you deal with bullying a lot? Online, yeah. I mean, who doesn't when you're, like, in sure. this industry? But in person, I'm homeschooled, so not Have you really. always been homeschooled? No, no, no. I started homeschooling, like, five years ago when I started, like, acting, and I was, like, missing, like, four days of school in a row. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, we got to do homeschool. I'm back to the bullying subject. In person, like sometimes, it's always usually fans or like supporters coming up to me. Sure. You know, asking for pictures or just saying whatever. But there's also the big percent of people who come up to me and just, and they're just fucking with me. You know, they're just messing with me. Like what? What do they say? They just like talk about my ex-girlfriends or they make fun of like my content and I don't know I, I'm really good at dealing with it though right. I'm really really good at dealing with it I kind of just like make friends with them and then they like regret it and then they actually yeah, ask I do me that. for a picture I, I, I do that all the time yeah it's like kill my kindness honestly it, it works but it's, it's, does it ever get exhausting not really because it, it I mean it doesn't happen too often it's, it's kind of rare for me to 
go out and there's like a shit ton of haters, you know? It's sure. mostly it's mostly love whenever someone is coming up to me. Have you ever met Logan? No. No? He's nice. He's cool, dude. Honestly, it's something where it's like when I met Logan, it was like, uh, it's funny. I talk about this fucker all the time. Um, it's crazy. They always got like a bunch of hate. And it was something mm-hmm. where like I realized it was like they're probably the most misinterpreted people I've ever met. Yeah. And it's it was more of an inspiration when I actually like got to know them and, and got to know how they operate. And it's just I've kind of like surrounded my whole business and like kind of structured the way they were. What, what do you get hate about? I got it. It's, it's just so interesting to me. Anything, whether I'm I'm getting hated on for taking like sometimes I'll be filming content with other channels and there's like girls in the video and like I'll take a picture like do Instagram stories with like girls and I just get hated on like little comments that are like oh this girl was way better why are you choosing her oh no this and that oh like, wow just like it's mostly relationship comments because like a lot of my career has revolved around online relationships. Sure. So people really want to see me with that old girlfriend or that old. So like, people are just hating because I, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. People just hate to hate. Sure. They just do it because because they do it. I don't I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. I think it's just something people do. What would you say is your biggest weakness? Like for like what what what's like. What's stopping you from achieving what you want to do? My biggest weakness. Mike, from, I think a lot of times, like, you say you want to do music, right? Yeah. And you do music. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a few of your songs. Or, like, uh, raps, right? Like, yeah. I've seen you rap a, a few times. What is, like, for you something that's stopping you from becoming the best? That's a good question. Is it your age? Is it, like, maybe what you're doing? Is it? I don't, I don't think anything's stopping me. I think I'm just... It's a matter of time. I think it's just a matter of time. If there's anything that's probably my weakness, yeah, it would probably have to be like lack of motivation. Because, you know, sometimes there's like, there's certain days I wake up, or this is like most of the times, most days I wake up and I'm like super pumped to like go record a bunch of music, go sure. make a bunch of content, this and that. And then there's other days where I'm just like, oh, I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do anything today. Sure. And it just kind of like kills, it kills my motivation. And it's just, I don't know. I feel like that's what my biggest weakness is because whenever I feel like that, I I stop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you doing music independently or what are you doing? Yeah, independently. But um, So you pay for everything. Yeah, but I am, I just, uh, we're about to sign with um, a music manager. Oh, cool. Yeah. And what's the goal? Like, what do you, what... Walk me through it. Like, the you, goal? Like, yeah, and, and, and I'm doing this with my friends right now, and uh, um, we sit there and we, we come up with something we want to accomplish by June 1st that's easy mm-hmm. and something that we think is outlandish, something that's like, wow, if I accomplish that by June 1st, that's insane. So I'll, I'll carry the question on to you, and I'll, I'll include you in this. So what is something easy or you think is tangible for you to complete by June 1st that you're still proud of? Like, I'm not saying, like, wiping your ass. Like, something that, like, you're like, damn, this was – like easy, but it's also like I'm proud of this moment. Uh, and what's something outlandish that you would be obsessively, obs- like so amazed by yourself that you were able to do? Getting a gold record. That's the outlandish or easy? Yeah. All right. Cool. Easy. By June 1st. June 1st. What's something easy? Well, I would say that would be what, I'm, what I want to do by June 1st. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing in the next like three years, my ultimate goal 
after seeing Justin Bieber like sell out Madison Square Gardens, that's the one thing I've yeah. always wanted to do is just sell that arena out for really? some odd reason. So I'm giving myself like two, three years. Okay. Could be less, could be a little more, but uh-huh. I want to give myself that time and just, you know, manifest it. I it's do just, that every day. It's Justin Bieber like someone you look up to? Yeah. Why? I don't know, just his story, everything he's been through. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of relatability with kind of what we deal with. I don't know. Yeah. I just look up I to mean, him. I mean, you guys there's, grew up on social media. Yeah, there's a video of him or of me dancing on a table. It was actually on it's on YouTube right now. And it says 10 years ago. Um and I was dancing to Baby by Justin Bieber in New York on oh, my kitchen what? table, yeah. And I was like this tall. I had the Bieber like bowl cut. Yeah. Like I had I brown hair. Bieber bowl cut. Yeah. And I had dog tags on and everything. I love that. Yeah. I had a Bieber cut for a little while. It didn't work, though. I was like 130 pounds in seventh grade. <laughs> so, or no, 156 or something. I was crazy. I was I was just, it didn't look good on me. So you've built your fan base off social media. Like YouTube, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and your fans have signed up for, like, your fans have signed up for what you put out. Mm-hmm. Have you, are you scared that they're not going to buy into the music? I'm not worried about that. Because one, everybody who supports me, all my fans, already like the music. And two, that's like my YouTube, my Instagram, my TikTok fan base. Sure. Once I really get big in the actual music industry, like, or bigger, like Spotify, Apple Music, all them, there's a, it's a whole new fan base. It's a whole new so system. So you're, you're treating it as if it's like, you know... Not necessarily that you don't care if they move over, but at the same time, you believe that you can build something independently without that. Like, you think you can build it even bigger. Yeah. That's commendable. How do you think you'd do it? Well, now that I have the right team around me. Sure. Getting the right record. Yeah. The right amount of exposure just to get you seen by the right amount of people. Do you think... And make, obviously, good music. (laughs) Yes, that is a huge part of it. Yeah. Do you think that because you've put so much on social media and you've done so much on social media that it's going to be difficult for people to view you as a musician? I'm asking you some hard questions. No, no, no. That's something that I think about every day. Really? But then you look at people like, you know who DDG is? Yeah. Then you look at people like DDG, who is a YouTuber for... Five years, yeah. straight YouTube. Made the craziest transition into music. Now he's got, you know, songs with Gunna and this and that. It's crazy. Tons of platinum records. But he was he was a YouTuber. KSI. And some people, K- KSI, and some people still consider them YouTubers, but mm. they're also huge in the music space. So that's why, that's why I'm not that worried because I know there's always more room to grow in other avenues. I don't Joji. Know. Joji? Yeah. Do you know who Joji is? Yeah, he used to be a... Filthy Frank? Yes. That's crazy. When I found that out, I swear my mind was blown because I used to watch Filthy Frank and I was like, what? So have you noticed, there's some TikTokers who just completely, one morning they wake up and they go, I want to do music. And Mm -hmm. they just completely quit social media, go for the music route, and it ends up not working. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that happened? I think that's because they, well, that's not not the right way to do it. You know. What's the right way to do it? From personal opinion. Yes. I think it's smarter to grow your fan base mm-hmm. on platforms like Instagram, yeah. TikTok, TikTok especially. TikTok has, you know, made some of the biggest people today. Yep. Um, and I think, because, yeah, you're right. What a lot of people do is they just, they just say, forget it. I'm just going to focus on music only. I'm going to ditch these other platforms. But what they don't realize, I don't think, is that they need these other platforms 
for promotion, for supporters, for fans, for all, all types of different things. Yeah, so you're saying use their social media platforms to then support the music career. Yeah. So that's what you think you'll do? Yeah. Is that what you're already doing? Yeah, that's what I'm already doing. What are you scared of? Mm, what am I scared of? Yeah. Um, I would probably say if there's anything that I'm scared of going into this is nothing, actually. I don't <laughs> think I'm really scared of anything. I think it's I'm at a point in my life where I'm actually like really doing what I really wanted to do. Sure. So I love that. It's kind of like a relief. Yeah. Obviously, who knows how crazy it'll get. I always, I prepare. One thing that I think is good about me is I prepare myself for anything. I always expect the best and like prepare for the worst. That's what I always say going into anything and everything. But yeah, I mean. What's the worst? What do you mean? You said you prepare for the worst. What's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? Like, th- like I hate to make you think of this, but like, What's what the is worst the that worst thing that can happen? I don't know. I, I haven't figured that out yet. The worst thing that could happen is so it's such. I don't know. That's such a stretch because I don't. Sure. I don't know. Sure. That's the thing. Let's say music doesn't work out, which yeah. I, I truthfully, and I mean this, I, I would not lie to you. I truthfully think think it's going to work out. Yeah. Like I'm. You can ask anyone. I I tend not to bullshit with this stuff. I usually just. Tell them what's up, but I, I, yeah. I've heard your shit. I think you would. Do yeah, it I mean, sell. I think with the almost, right team behind you, you would actually do insane. Hundred percent. I, I think you would sell at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. That being said, I never thought of the worst. I quite literally said it's either this or or fuck all. Like mm-hmm. it's quite literally this or I'm I'm gonna be homeless. And that was like that was I was already at the worst, so I didn't have to think about it. For you, do you even? Think of the worst. Like I know you said, prepare for the worst, but I, do you actually even think of it, or do you kind of just I go 110? percent I'm going in this direction. There's nothing else that's going to change my mind, and this is what's going to happen. I try not to think of the worst, just because I I'm. So, and also, I want to apologize. I'm asking you some really hard questions. Yeah, for and, like and these I are actually, questions that people like my age, like already gone through all life, don't even like they can't like in this podcast. I ask everyone almost the same questions. A lot of them don't know the answers, and no, they give yeah. me some dumbass I mean, PR these, these answer. Are great questions for sure. Yeah. I try not to think. I try sure. not to think of the worst, just because sure. I feel like if I think about it, so I overthink sometimes. So sure. if I if I overthink that, then I'm just gonna think it's not a good idea, or I'm gonna give up on it. So I try to always think of the best. Like if I if I work this hard, this will happen. If I put out this many songs, this will happen. So I'm gonna do it. And I try not to think of what if it doesn't go right. Like what if it goes bad? Because then I'm then I'm just kind of lost. Sure. It's like a it's like a mouse running in those wheels. Yeah. Know, I feel like I'm just not going anywhere. So sometimes good to just have ambition. Focus on the future, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing that's actually really hard to do. Sure. Doing everything in this industry or like just being living the life that I live or anyone lives in the industry, it's really hard to keep yeah. a positive mindset at like all times cuz sometimes the littlest things can like just bring you down. Are you happy? Yes. 100%. I would say I would say right now is the happiest I've ever been. That's good. Just because like I said everything is going the way I wanted it to yeah. in my life right now. But I would say past like 6 months probably some of the roughest times. Why? Just because I've dealt with a lot of Crazy social media outrages. I've dealt with a lot of uh, mental issues from social media. You know, like I said, it's just waking up and just completely losing your mind over not knowing 
what to post or why is this video not doing as good as this video and it's just it, it sometimes just like makes you go like like that literally yeah. i know yeah I, I woke up this morning to that exact feeling i had yeah. i've been promoting a pre-save for one of my songs and um yeah the video got 1.6 million views on tiktok in 20 minutes yeah in 20 minutes which is fucked 1.6 million views in 20 minutes is absolutely fucked. And me thinking, oh, the trajectory is going to be insane. I check back six hours later and it has 2 million views. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Like, this is great. Don't, don't get me wrong. But 1.6 million in 20 minutes and then six hours later it's at 2 million was like something like I genuinely was pissed off about. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning I wake up and it's at 2.5. And I sat there in my head and I go, what the fuck am I bitching about? What the actual fuck am I bitching about? I'm... I, four years ago, I would have been—I would have been killing someone for those numbers. I would have quite literally, like, That's done anything in the world for those numbers. Yep. And my privileged little ass is complaining about the numbers that I have. Yeah. That's exactly what I have to think about sometimes. Do you find yourself and and I, I don't—I don't, don't mean to mean this in a cocky way, but like or like an arrogant way for you, but like I catch myself being an ignorant little asshole sometimes, <laughs> where like I'll say something out loud. And people will look at me like I'm the biggest douchebag in the world. And I didn't mean it that way. But genuinely speaking, it's like just how my head processes. Do you ever catch a moment thinking, why do I, why am I saying these things or why am I thinking these things? And do you ever think you come off as an asshole? <laughs> and that's something that I, I don't know if you've ever thought about. Or do you, do you choose your words I, pretty wisely? I, no, I, I think so. No, I think definitely sometimes I come off as a little bit of an asshole just because like I really don't set boundaries of myself when it comes to like being in public, sure. I always try to like, you know, just genuinely be myself because that's what I've always lived by. And you know, I've got like really, I've got really bad ADD and ADHD. So like, you're speaking to the choir. One second I'm 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 doing this, and then the other second I'm doing this, or I'll I don't know. I'm just, I'm like I'm all over the map, and I'm saying just sometimes the stupidest things or like sure. I don't know. I just, but I think I think that's good because I'm always myself, but I'm also smart enough to know my boundaries of what to say and what not to say, whether that's just yeah. in general or. You're very in mature for your age. I understand what people say, which is funny. I feel like if I had started social media at your age, we'd probably be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very similar. Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying, 110. percent I think honestly, it all comes down to like the structure and integrity of it. Of like, to me, I think the main thing I'm getting at is like. This job, mm -hmm. this job takes a toll on you, but also like, you know, you are also a 15 year old trying to live his life. Yeah. Are you planning on going to college or like, are you planning on doing all this stuff? Are you going to get your GED? Like what, what do you think? No. You don't think you're going to, a high school diploma? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Why? I don't know. It's just not something that I'm super motivated to excel at. I don't know. Sure. Don't you're know. homeschooled right now though. Yeah. Yeah. What grade are you in? I'm in, was 15, just turned 15, ninth grade. Oh, my Tenth God. <laughs> ninth oh, grade. my God, dude. That's fucking crazy. That's Tenth crazy. Grade, yeah. So when do you think you'll stop? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with the flow. Yeah. Man. I don't, have my, my, I don't have my GED. I don't have my high school diploma. Yeah. I mean, I was also homeless for my senior year. But that was something that I wasn't able to get. But I can get now, and I just haven't had the time to do so. And that's why I'm asking how do, you. How do you get that? You, you t once, if you don't do high school, like for me, I dropped out. Like I technically mm -hmm. was expelled because I never showed up. And 
for that, I would just go take an online class and get my GED. Like it's just you do classes, you take a test, and if you pass the test, you get your high school diploma. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure you have to. I'm pretty sure you mandatorily have to go to school. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't think you'll have an option until you're 18. Yeah. So yeah. I think you're gonna get your high school diploma. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or or you're gonna drop out senior year. Either way, I don't. I, I would recommend it honestly. Either even though you're not gonna like my personal opinion, I don't think you're gonna use it just because the goals that you're trying to get, it's still something to be able to have. Yeah, of course. So I. I no, yeah, I, I'm not knocking it. Like no, it's yeah. like, uh, no. I want to circle back to the friendship thing. You said you've lost a few friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like waiting for it. Um, <clears throat> do you yeah. think any of it was your fault? Mm. Or what, what, what was the reason? Why do you think you lost those friends? I wouldn't say it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Rather, it was like a lot of miscommunication, a lot of misunderstandings of like, you know, certain situations. I mean. Sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't really put anyone at fault. It's just stuff happens. Yeah. People take it the wrong way. People defend themselves. Some people don't like that and it's just I mean everybody works different when it comes to certain things, so there's really were they not much social of a media? fault. Yeah. Oh, they were. Yeah. Were you the biggest? Yeah. Followers wise? Yeah. Do you think they were jealous? Yeah, I think that plays a big part of okay. losing people. I think jealousy and people not getting what they what they want. Sure. I think that plays a big part in, you know, losing people. But it also but it also kind of helps you navigate who's who's really there for you right. or like what to look out for when meeting new people or making new friends. That's true. So I think I've asked you so many goddamn questions, and it's something like I, I, even though this is a podcast, even if there was no cameras and there was no mic, I'd be asking you these same fucking questions. Yeah, I'm genuinely just curious because it's quite astounding to me that you've been able to build something so fucking insane at your age. And I also think it's like the possibilities are endless. I always would say to myself when I was starting social media, or like at least getting big at like 17, 18, maybe even 19, I was starting to actually get my roots. I would say I wish I knew what I know now three years ago because then I'd feel like I'd be bigger. I wish I knew this, this, like I wish I did that. You're doing everything at the age where it's perfect. You are quite yeah. literally 15. To get to where like even – like you're practically as big as like what I've been able to accomplish and you're six years younger than me. <laughs> six years yeah. fucking – which means the sky's the fucking limit. Yeah. so much time. Mm-hmm. Do you – like – when someone hears your name, what do you want them to think? Like when they say, oh, I, yeah, like who is this guy? And then they say your name. What is, what is the thing? Like what, what do you want them to think? He's an artist. He's a, he's a singer. Yeah. You know, he makes, he makes music. Is there a record label you want to sign with? Uh, not in particular, but uh, Def Jam is kind of like something that's close right now. Right? Yeah. And what's like, are you waiting to have leverage? Because like the reason I was independent for so long, or at least I'm still independent and I'm now record label shopping is because I, I mean, even by this, by the time this episode's out, I might even be signed. But with the reason I did this is because I wanted leverage. I wanted to show that I didn't need them and I could, Mm -hmm. you know, do this myself, but it'd be nice to have them. What is the reason that you've stayed independent for so long? 
Oh, I was signed by uh, I was signed by Columbia when I was like, I was like, twelve, thirteen. Really? Yeah, I did like a little a little like year thing. It was called Jam Junior. Okay. It was just it was like some thing I did when I was a little kid, like pop. I don't even know. That was a while ago, but um, I don't know. After that, I just stayed independent because I didn't I didn't know much. I didn't know what the right direction was. I think after the thing with Columbia. I did a lot of YouTube, like for like the next two years. Right. I just really grinded on YouTube and was just dumping content. So music wasn't the biggest focus. Right. Or at least it was, but it was just harder to get to trying to keep up with YouTube. What was the switch? What was like, did you wake up one day and was like, I'm tired of this, I want to do music? Was there like, for me, it was writing my first song. And then I was like, fuck, I really like this. But I was scared because I didn't want to, I didn't want to lose my followers. I saw what, you know, a lot of people had done in TikTok space, and I'm not going to name people, but I saw a lot of them do it, go fucking AWOL while they write an album or do an album deal or do whatever, and then come back three months later and be like, hey, I'm back, and no one gave a fuck. So it's mm-hmm. like, for me, I was scared of that. It, what I'm getting at is that kind of like, how are you, how are you dealing with it? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah, that's, some, that's something to think about. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do you write your own music? Yeah, a lot of it. How, how, does, how does the creation process go? How many people are in the room? Like, walk me through it. Uh, it's usually, like, just engineer, producer, mm-hmm. and then just, like, people hanging out. I mean, I usually just freestyle it. Sure. Because I think I think it's fresher. I like to. I've I've always tried the writing stuff, like yeah. in my notes or on paper. That's how I do. And it just it just it doesn't work for me, and especially because I look up to a lot of rappers, and like. Are you going for full rap? Or are you going no, for pop? no, no, no. Like uh, it's like R and B, pop, hip hop. It's like it's like a mix of everything. Sure. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'm working with the. I'm actually working with the producer right now, Hip Boy. I don't know if you know that is. I'm working with him right now um, on some stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know how much I could say, but um, yeah, we got some stuff. That's good. And then um, yeah, we're. I'm just. I'm just really trying to do the most I can. Yeah. And be as. Uh, what, what's the word? Be as um, as motivated yeah. and like. Do you find aggressive it hard to be as motivated? I can. Not when you're doing what you what you love, and you love music. Yeah, that's good. I feel like, well, no, I, I kind of take that back. Okay, I think I think it is it is hard to be motivated. Sure, sometimes just because we're all human, right. we have like regular emotions. Where days we wake up right. and we just don't want to do anything, we wake up, we just feel shitty. Mm-hmm. But I would say, for the most part, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to stay to stay positive when I'm doing something that I really love and that I really want to, you know, excel at and go beyond in. That's true. Yeah. I like that. So, all right, you have a tight-knit group of friends that you hang out with. How many would you say? Uh, like three or four. And how's that? How, they're like 17, 18, you said? Yeah. How, is the dynamic, is the dynamic like older brothers or kind of like you guys all feel like you're mentally around the same? Because you're mentally like 20, I can tell. Yeah. But do you feel as if it's like kind of like you're learning from them, they're learning from you? Like, 
what what's it like? Are you kind of like the you you're the younger one? Do you feel older? Like, cause a lot of times, like I'm I'm I live with a lot of my friends. They're all older than me, but sometimes I feel like I'm the oldest one there. I don't know. I feel. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's like I'm 18 too. I don't know. It doesn't really feel any different, except for the fact that I mean, you learn something new every day. So obviously, sure. I'm learning certain things from certain people, but for the most part, it's just it's normal. It's not something that I really look as look at is like yeah. being different. The, the reason I'm saying this, I'm segueing into this. When you get big at a young age, it is very, a stereotypical thing is to get cocky. Yeah. And a stereotypical thing is to let it all get to your head because you don't know any better. Yeah. For you, why? Why are you not? Like, because it seems to be that you, I mean, with all these questions and why I've asked you so many of these hard-hitting questions, I'm trying to get to know you. I don't know you. Like, yeah. we, we've met a few times, but I've never had a deep conversation. Have with we? You. Yes. <laughs> we've met, like, we've seen each other around. I'm trying to think of where. Like Saddle Ranch. Saddle Ranch. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah. But that being said, I've never, I never had a conversation with you. So like yeah. I've asked you a series of questions to understand if you're like, you know, to get to this exact question. Why, why are you not cocky? Why, why has this happened to the point where it's like, you know, you, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've amassed a lot of fucking money. Why? And you have all these things going for you. Why? I would, I would say, I would say I'm not cocky just because... I'm grounded. I yeah. would say I have, like, I live in a normal household with, sure. like, my mom, my dad, my brothers. And, you know, at home, it's still normal. Like, I still got to pick up dog poop, do my laundry, and, like, do certain chores. So you'd say it's your parents who keep you grounded. Yeah, I mean, I, I've just, I've never really, I mean, I, everyone has their moments, obviously. Like, sure. sometimes I'm only cocky when I need to be. Right. Or, like, when I... I don't know. I feel like I'm not really necessarily cocky on purpose. I feel like I feel yeah. like sometimes it just like it'll happen. But like <laughs> other than that, I'm just I'm just a normal person living a normal life. But yeah, I mean, I'd say it's because you, yeah, you've been raised a certain way, which yeah. I like. I think the fact is just that's the the proof is in the pudding, my man. Yeah, and I like that. No, genuinely, I do. I think that. Are you scared that once you kind of like move out and you become a full fledged adult and stuff? You're gonna have to make decisions in your life that you may not want to make, and it might, you know, change the aptitude of where you're going in your life. No. You, you think you're gonna carry on the same morals that you've been raised with as, as you get older? Yeah. I love that. Are you yeah. religious? Uh, not really. No. You just living. Yeah. I'm just, just you're living. so goddamn curious to me. Goddamn, I love it. There's no like. I've had so many people on this podcast, and it's something that, like, for me, it's like there's always an answer. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that there isn't an answer with you. Like, it's how do I explain this? You're so young and impressionable, and you have so much more to learn that it's like you may not have the right answer, or you may not have like the answer. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, no, this is, it's just, it's nice and refreshing because it's like, I genuinely don't think you're giving me a PR answer. I genuinely yeah. think that you believe I'm just, what. And yeah. I love it. I'm just saying what I, what I know, what I believe. What, what I like is, is because I, you're going to go home later th today. I'm going to go home. And mm -hmm. then, you know, in a month, I'm going to check your Instagram and see where you're at. And like a year, I'm going to check your Instagram and see where you're at. And it's just cool to see like, you know, it's kind of like you're growing up on social media, mm -hmm. which I like. Yeah. It's to me, it's like, uh, would you ever join a content house? I had one. What was it called? It's called Goat Fam LA. How was it? Mess. Why? I don't know. Just was. Just. 
Walk me through it. We love a good content house scandal. I was in a content house. Yeah. So I understand. I want to see what your perspective is. Were you the leader of the content house? Yeah. Oh, God. How was that? It was messy. What was the issues? I don't know. Jealousy. Okay. People not getting what they want. They leave. Um, I mean, no one actually... So it was all like... 15, 16 year olds, so no one actually lived at the house. No, you went, we it's just, the Brent it Rivera like, thing where you go and you film the house. Yeah, we like literally just had a house 100%. that we filmed the content in, and then we all had our own homes. But um, it was just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to like necessarily explain it because so much stuff happened legally. I actually had, so one person, only one person did live in the house. Yeah. Um, and he was like, he was like nineteen, so he was like throwing parties and like pissing the neighbors off when no one was there, like late at night. Oh wow! And like, I don't know, I don't know. It became like a mix of like legal issues and like just personal issues with people. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna ask you a question, and you don't need to answer the specific, but you can. You can answer how you want. Have you made a lot of money? I think, <laughs> um, what's the humble way to answer this? Okay, I don't know. So yes, you have. All right. <laughs> My question, well, how, does well, that, well, how does that work as a 15-year-old? I can tell you, I've made a lot of money. Yeah. I've made a substantial amount of money. Yeah. I'm, I've, and I'm, I'm proud of what I've been able to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you are too. You've worked hard. How does that work being 15? Because there's got to be like lo- like rules about it, right? Like, yeah. I don't see you buying like all these crazy things. I know you can afford. So how does it? Do your parents get a percent? Like, and I don't. No. Is this something you're allowed to talk? about? No. So my, my, <laughs> for some reason, my dad he still has a job. He works for like SoCal Gas. I don't know. He, Love it. He, yeah, he still has a job. Love it. Um, and then my mom, she just helps manage me. Okay. Um, so she like helps me with my whole career. Sure. Um, so that's. I mean, she's like part of the reason why I'm here today. Because um, of her support and help like, and everything. Like, do you have a Roth account? Do you have a financial advisor? Where's your money go? Yeah, my dad's my accountant. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I just I think certain money goes into different accounts. And, and then once you turn like 18, that. you get it or something yeah. like that. Do you have access to your money? Yes. Yeah. Like all of it? Yeah. Okay. Not not No, 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 not all of it. That's good. But just like, I don't know. I'm also really big on like not spending money unless you need to. Sure. So... But, like, you, you have, like, an allowance, let's say, and then, like, your parents monitor it or, or yeah. do you have full control? Kind of. Do you invest? Yeah. What do you invest in? I don't know. My dad does it for me. That's beautiful. For the future, yeah. That's he, fucking he does amazing. That. Okay. What's the biggest purchase you've made? Biggest purchase? Probably jewelry. What kind? Uh, I got two Rolexes and a custom chain. Oh, my God. Or I just bought a car. Okay. <laughs> I love how you go to Rolex. Oh, shit. Wait, I bought a car. What car did you buy? Uh, Mercedes C, uh, C63. Okay, yeah, you have money. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you made a lot of money? What? Uh, hmm. How many Rolexes do we have? <laughs> I love that. Are you? No, yeah. That's good, though. Ro- I mean, watches or fi- what kind of watches? Uh, it's a Rolex Datejust, and then I have. I have a 36 and like a 41. Oh, cool. I don't really know much about, actually, I do know a lot about watches, but. Did you get it because you like the Rolex or did you get it because it's an investment? 
Oh no, I got it because I like Rolex. They're they're bust down. There's no value. Oh, they're bust down. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, I was about to be like, damn, nice job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. Are you have you made any mistakes that you were not proud of? <sighs> Another big question. All of them are big questions. Yeah, yeah they're welcome all... to locked in. <laughs> um, mistakes that I'm not proud of. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna give me one? What? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, if I can recall specifics, but sure. I don't know. Probably, I just think I could have done certain. I could have moved differently sure. in certain industry situations. Yeah, I think. Um, I think I could have handled a lot of situations online better. Sure. Um, have you been canceled? Almost. What was it for? I don't remember. It was like two two years ago. It was for something like. Man, now, now I want to remember. Uh, uh, it was for, oh, man, what was it for? I think it was for the breakup. Why we, Why would you get canceled for that? Uh, because, I don't know, it just, they made me look really bad. <laughs> they, who, who's they? They just had a really strong fan. I don't know. I don't want to mention names. Oh, oh but, my bad, my bad, my bad. But okay, yeah, I understand. I understand. They, just, they just, like, made me look really bad, and they had, like, a really big fan base, too, and they, like. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, I understand now. I understand what would you tell yourself? What would you tell yourself, like to two year old, like two two years ago, you, not two year old you? I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if you could comprehend that. Um, um, let's say you run, like somehow you figure out how to time travel, and you time travel two years ago to when all this stuff was happening. What would you tell yourself? Honest advice. I would probably tell myself. Uh, stay strong. Stay strong. Stay strong. Because I feel like I would have needed that yeah. two years ago when I wasn't prepared. When you were 13. Yeah, when I wasn't. Think about that. For two fucking minutes, <laughs> when you were 13, you needed advice to stay strong. Yeah. When you have a kid, and I know obviously we're going pretty pretty far along the lines here. You you have a lot of time left. When you have a kid, what do you – how are you going to raise them? Like are you, are you going to – just do social media. Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't <laughs> no. have a kid yet. I'm not planning on it. I don't know how to answer that question. Are you question. not going to have kids? No, I will. How many kids do you want? I'm asking you so many goddamn questions. How many kids do I want? Yeah. Uh, like two, two or three. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a settling number. Some people like, some people like I, to have... I like three. Some people like to have one. I don't believe in having one kid just because I don't like... I don't like... Are you the only child? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I got you. Um, yeah, probably like two or three. Okay. And one last thing. Fuck, I'm raising this. For you, if you could say one thing to anyone watching, and let's say no one knows who you are. Let's yeah. say anyone watching or listening right now don't know who you are. What's something you'd say? Um, I would say that... If you don't already, if you don't already know me, uh, you will one day, and I'm hoping to be a household name someday. There you go, and I will be. And at this current <laughs> moment, I've come up with my verdict. I don't think you're guilty because I don't think you go out enough to want to go into a 21 plus club. <laughs> yeah. Nor do I think you would know how. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, uh, that has been locked in. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for being locked in with us. We appreciate it. And is there anything you want to promote? 
Check out my Instagram, check my out his Instagram. YouTube, and Spotify. His, listen to his music. Yeah, it's go good. Check out my music. I like it. <laughs> Buy his products. Do you, do you sell products? Uh, yeah, I have merch. You have merch? Yeah. Buy his merch. Merch is cool. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining. Bye. Later. <laughs>